Welcome to Zen Bites, where we blend ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering mindful entrepreneurs to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. Welcome, I'm your host Shane, and today we'll be speaking with Holly Marie. Holly Marie is a highly sought after spiritual teacher who activates people into success and breakthrough. She teaches a new narrative of success to those who want to succeed by creating their own rules. Her specialty is in human design manifestors. And as a certified trauma-informed life and success coach, Holly brings wisdom that shows struggling people the unexpected strength they can find when they reclaim their own energy. So Holly, uh, you've have a, you obviously have a list of qualifications which make you an expert in your field. Sure. Um, yeah. Qualified breath worker, EFT, meditation practitioner, clinical hypnotherapist, and certified human design teacher. Mm. So my question to you is, how did you get started? And you know, just give us a backstory. Oh, I think like most people, I just stumbled into it. It's not. Like, <laughs> I think as soon as you you get into any kind of field around energetics or spirituality, even in the kind of broader mindset, you know, personal development space. Mm. Um, it's not exactly a clear-cut career path, you know. It's it's a personal evolution and a personal journey that forms itself sometimes into a business or or into a profession. Um, my background is in nursing. I, I originally came, yeah, from from being a registered nurse and largely always a five percent that just was not fulfilled and did not feel meaningful and didn't feel correct. And I, I couldn't shake that 5%, you know, it, it became kind of my whole focus and um, just felt like such a, a space of emptiness and mediocrity. So I, I very kind of on a whim just jumped out of nursing and quit my job and um, happened to be invited to come and work for a business as a business manager. It was a friend of a friend of mine. I'd never worked in business at all, ever. And um, he said, oh, look, my my brother has has got this business and really needs help with managing it and setting up all of the structures. And I think you'd be great. And I said, all right, let's let's do it. Why the heck not? And that was my first really adventure into business. And I just, I fell in love. I fell in love with the machine of business, the system, the structure, the strategy, the fluidity. It was like a whole new pathway had opened up in front of me in terms of what, what kind of work I could do and how I saw myself. I didn't know anybody in business. I had no family members, no friends in business, you know, very just kind of normal, like, you know, my dad was a financial planner. My mom was a nurse, you know, <laughs> we didn't, we weren't entrepreneurial. There was no dream big, you know, shoot for the sky kind of narrative. Um, and over time, you know, I, I moved through a lot of businesses. I learned a lot of stuff about business, eventually became a business consultant and then went into my own business, uh, which was a hospitality business. And, the business went incredibly well financially. It performed really well. I was able to bring it from bankruptcy when I bought it to just over $2 million in two years. Um, but it, the whole inside experience of that was that it was completely misaligned 
was completely misaligned. You know, I was working a hundred hours a week and um, every success did not feel like a success for me. None of it felt good. None of it felt correct. I just, you know, there was a lot of power dynamics at play and, and a lot of very difficult situations and very kind of traumatic history that the business had come with that I was rapidly trying to just fix and problem solve while running and growing and scaling a business and looking after 50 staff. And um, eventually, I mean, my mind was very dedicated to that, but my body gave out you know, as it does, the body is pretty spectacular. <laughs> it's saying no more, no, no more. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, you're not going to listen. I will make you listen, woman. Um, and I, I developed a very rare um, heart rhythm and my, my heart would stop beating. I'd stop breathing and my heart would stop beating and I'd, I'd lose consciousness. And um, that became really scary. So at the peak of that, that was happening about 15 times a day. It was really dangerous. And that was the catalyst for moving me out. I had to, I had to leave the business. I had to put it behind me. And unknowingly, the path that that put me on was that I had no choice except to grow in myself. I had no choice except to, you know, look at my wounds and look at my beliefs and look at why my body was doing the things that it was and why I was feeling the emotions I was feeling, you know, dig into my trauma from the past. Um, and over, golly, what's it been? The last five, nearly six years, I, I've just slowly piece by piece woven that out into an external expression in in my business and in the work that I do now but it, it has been just kind of piece by piece by piece I will grow through something and learn a tool if I need a tool and that's how I've kind of come across all the qualifications but um, if that tool has been supportive for me and I feel like it can be supportive for others I'll integrate it into my work once I've gone through that journey of mastery and um, it's just created created a whole thing <laughs> it's created a whole business and a whole community which is pretty mind-blowing when you look back on the whole pathway to get there nice very nice <laughs> and for for those listening who don't know can you explain what human design is all about I sure can yeah so human design is like relatively newish in terms of um uh, I guess like energetic systems, spiritual systems, a lot of them are, are old, you know, they've been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, but human design was only created in the eighties and has only become super well known in the last two to three years. It's now getting kind of traction and recognition before that it was just pockets of little people, you know, who would, who would study it and um, dedicate themselves to it. But Human design, the textbook definition is that it's called the science of differentiation. So what that means is this is a system and a language that shows you how you are different from everyone else, which is important because most systems of self-understanding that we have show us how we're the same as everybody else, right? Astrology is grouping us into zodiacs and Myers-Briggs is grouping us into, you know, what are you, an ENFJ or an INFP, right? They're, they're all kind of categorizing us with similarities. Human design says the opposite. It says there's no replica for you. 
there is absolutely no replica for you. And you might have certain similarities to other people that resonate with you, but the way that your energy is blueprinted and designed is 100% unique and individual. And in fact, sometimes even nuance and seemingly opposing, right? Like, how do I have these two parts of myself that are the opposite? And I somehow form that together, yeah? Um, and so human design creates this, this multi-layered system of language that says, okay, have a look at who you are, have a look at your energy, and let's see if we can find a way to express that that is aligned and that's not going to continue to cause you wounding. Because what most people find coming into human design is that it's a permission slip that it says all these traits that you've picked up, all these behavioral patterns and belief systems that you've picked up in just trying to survive, in trying to be like other people, you don't actually need them because they never were you in the first place. And here, here is what you are. Here is who you are. And if you can allow yourself to trust that and move into that, life becomes a whole lot easier. Things come to you a lot more readily. Right. Yeah. As opposed to the coping mechanisms that we Correct. Correct. Yeah. And that's the human experience is that we, you know, we, we have social conditioning. We learn from our parents and from our friends and from our education and from our workplaces. And um, we naturally just apply coping mechanisms, protective behaviors, defensive behaviors, um, and often the stuff that is reflected back to us. So, you know, a good example is a lot of people find um, you know, I'm a, I'm a really hard worker. I'm, I'm really driven. And people always tell me, you know, I, I do great and I'm so committed and that's really wonderful, but I'm tired all the time. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I don't like it. I don't actually enjoy the hustle, but that's part of my personality is that I'm ambitious and I'm driven. It's not actually part of your personality for most people. It's because you've been in environments where that has benefited other people. And so they've reflected that back to you and you've integrated that as part of who you are. And then you go into these systems, you know, like things things like Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and that kind of stuff where it's subjective, right? You are answering questions based on how you see yourself. And so, of course, right. <laughs> that is then what comes out, right? Like this is how I've been taught to see myself, yeah, rather than an objective language and an objective system that says this is not how you see yourself. This is just energetically how you were designed to be so it's like creating a false sense of self uh for survival's sake yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. which we all do yeah yeah for sure yeah so let's talk about how our manifestation and energies related to each other oh i mean it's all it's all one and the same i think when we can allow ourselves to get out of the very small window of human understanding where we want everything to be detailed, right? And we want everything to just <laughs> have a procedure and completely make sense. Um, and we step into that beautiful field of just physics. It's just quantum physics. It's just science that knows that everything is energy. Everything's energy. I'm energy and your energy and the computers that we're talking on are energy and the air around us is energy and the plants outside the window are energy. Everything, everything in material reality and non-material reality is an energetic ion 
yeah, and ions form together because they're magnetic. They form together and create material things. Um, so energy and energetics is life. It's what we know of life. Every time you have an emotion, it's energy. Every time you sit on a chair, it's energy. <laughs> Every time you move your body, it's energy. Every time you speak, it's energy. And what manifestation says as a, a more spiritual practice based off the understanding of energetics is that manifestation says, okay, if the, the physics laws state, the, physic, the fundamental law of matter states that energy cannot be created and energy cannot be destroyed, but energy can be transmuted, energy can be changed, right? We can change the frequency of it. And we know that like energy attracts like energy. They're magnets. Yeah. So energy that's similar to each other is always going to want to gather together. The practices of manifestation, without getting too detailed about it, just say, all right, we'll capture that. Cool. So if what I want to manifest is joy into my life, then I will sit in the energetic frequency of joy and I will operate in joy. And then joy magnetizes into my life. That's how you then build it out into more specific things, right? Like if, okay, I'm manifesting a red sports car, right? Well, what does, what's the energy of that? What does that feel like for you? What does that car feel like for you to drive? What does it feel like for you to own it? What does it feel like for you to hold the keys? Can you sit in that energy and have that magnetize and materialize in your reality? Yeah. Well, that kind of ties into my next question. Um, how are manifestation and money linked? Oh, yeah. Same, same deal. Same deal. And again, one of those ones that people hugely overcomplicate because we have so much shame and so many wounds attached to money and the way that our society has grown into money. And I, I really think we're seeing that, aren't we, over the last couple of years that we kind of with the breakdown of capitalism and we're seeing things like corporate greed and that there's this really gross imbalance of wealth in the world. And we're starting to look at money a bit differently now. We're all starting to say, hmm, but like where's the accessibility and where's the truth in money? And it's not about how much money can I get and how much money do I need and, you know, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it to me. We're starting to apply some different moral value to money. Um, but it's going to be an evolution for us to go through that. And money is just, a, it's a physical material. That's it. It's our currency. That's the current way that we use currency for exchange. So the same principles apply. If you're manifesting money, what's the energy of money for you? The vast majority of people very unconsciously exist within the energy of scarcity around money. Scarce, because we've learned that generation after generation after generation. Yeah, like scarcity, it's fear. It's that there's not enough. There's never, ever enough money. That energy then gets applied to your money. And guess what? There's never enough money <laughs> because that's the energy you're attracting into your space. So a very, very simple way, very, very simple but effective way to even just begin that process of manifesting money is to start attaching abundance to money. Instead of it being there's never enough money, 
it's there's more than enough money and can I see that anywhere in my life can I open you know my purse and see oh hey there's a twenty dollar note in there that's more than enough can you open your bank account right even sometimes maybe you just need to do that on the day that your wages get put into your bank account <laughs> open your bank account and have a have a look at that that dollar figure in there and whoa that's more than enough look how much is in here look how much wealth is out in the world there is more than enough wealth right so you then begin shifting from scarcity there's not enough there's not enough there's not enough into there's more than enough and then that begins to materialize in your reality. And it's when you get people getting super cool experiences of like, I found a hundred dollar note on the ground, or I just got, you know, a $10,000 inheritance or crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Like people get checks in the mail and it's all just energy. Energy is just moving together into your space. So it is a lot simpler than what we make it. Nice. So you've obviously been um, very successful in business, in your business yeah. ventures. Um so how did you personally incorporate your spiritual teachings into these ventures to make them what they are today? Oh, good question. Good question. Um, I never had any intention of it, really, <laughs> to start with. <laughs> um, you know, I, because my, my business background was largely from hospitality. It was all about like the systems, right? You put the systems in place, you work hard, you go, you build a good team, and that's what creates great business. And when I moved into the online space, I just taught strictly business. It's just all business, business strategy. That's what that's what we're doing. Um, and what I was seeing amongst all of the people that I was working with was that, I mean, on a more broad term, it's mindset, right? But underneath that is energy. Mm-hmm. Their energetic state was just playing this crucial role in the lack of success in their business because they had belief systems that were keeping them stuck in certain areas or they had fears that were blocking them from taking the risks that they needed to take or um, even stuff like they were crippled with self-doubt so not even able to make decisions about what's what strategies and what systems to use and there's something kind of unique about doing business in the online space that creates that that the field is so big and so unregulated there's no there's no rule book in in online business you just you just start a page you start a social media page or you put up a website and that's, there's nobody there handing you down the information <laughs> yeah right like hey look at me i'm i'm in business that's completely different to the brick and mortar space right which is where it's very like trial by fire you've got other business owners around you who are passing on their knowledge and teaching you as you go in the online space you're very much kind of floating out in the ocean alone and and just trying to figure it out um and so those were the things that I kept seeing coming up I'd known that they they were you know energetics healing using the body, working on stuff like your limiting beliefs, understanding practices like manifestation, they'd all been helpful and really pivotal in my journey. But up until that point, I had just thought that that was just my personal thing. Right? Like, I'm doing this because I need to do this for me. Yeah, I went through my own, you know, call it a spiritual awakening. I went through my own evolution, my my own process. Um but that sort of became everything that I had to speak about because 
that's the places where people were struggling. Um, and that just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew, really. And it's only been recently um, that I've actually separated off even just a little bit and I've started a second Instagram account. Again, going back to basics, talking purely about business, right? It's this return to an old identity, like, we've been in the energy so much for so many years, guys. <laughs> like, they also just need to have a little breather over here and just talk about good old business because that conversation is also getting lost now because we're getting too caught up in, you know, it's all about manifestation or it's all about energy or it's all about your belief systems. It's always a combination of the two things in business. Yeah. What are your thoughts on today's work culture, you know, especially with the increased workloads nowadays? In what ways do you think that um, taking a spiritual approach can benefit those who are struggling with that? I mean, on a very, very kind of wide social view, I think we're, as a collective, we're just going through the, the trenches of unraveling that. Yeah, we've got all of these social systems, industries, infrastructures in place that say, but that is what you do. You go to work and you work hard, especially in America, right? It's a little bit different in other countries, but America, you guys are really founded on hard work is what creates success. So you hustle, you go. Yeah. And it's created like corporate America, right? And that's kind of a rat race on its own that you, you realistically can't get out of unless the system itself starts to break down. So I think that's definitely worth saying that we're all we're all in the mess right now of that stuff pulling apart and and doing it differently and we've just come out you know post covid post pandemic and everyone's assessing like do i really want to go back to my job where i was working 80 hours a week and you know earning 6 dollars an hour no probably not actually not so available for that right exactly. but yeah about 3 years ago we wouldn't have dreamed of that right. we would have just kept showing up and kept going so we are moving we are growing we are changing through that um in terms of how spirituality fits in that anything any language right any any system any tool and i don't care what that is for people because you're going to resonate with different things whether you're into yoga whether you want to do plant medicine whether you like meditation or breath work whether something more structural like human design or astrology or any of those systems appeal to you whatever system gives you access into connecting with yourself and learning more about this is who I am and this is what is correct for me. This is how I can collaborate with my body, how I can listen to my body, how I can, you know, honor myself and make decisions that are in alignment with honoring myself. That's the snowball effect that changes everything in your life, right? You, you kind of don't, you don't go from, um, you know, one day being completely happy in your full-time career to then all of a sudden being unhappy with it and stepping out into a multi-million dollar business on your own. It's not, you know, it's always an evolution. It's always a healing journey and a rebuilding journey. And if you don't have tools to support you in that, start finding them, start searching for them, right? Humanity's been creating these tools for centuries. There are a plethora of them available pick one try it on see if the outfit works for you if it doesn't 
move on to the next one. Yes. So what are some resources that will help listeners um, to gain more understanding in terms of blending spirituality and business? Hmm. My best advice would be to find somebody who's an embodiment of that. Find somebody that you can follow and witness as an example of it because we're all doing it in slightly different ways and on slightly different levels, right? And so even any of the, um, you know, the myriad of courses out there and books and podcasts, right, all they're representing is just different people's viewpoints of this is how I took my self-growth, this is how I took my spirituality and this is how I built it into business. And the, the danger with that is that it can often be marketed as this is the answer. And so if you follow my proven process and you pay me X amount of dollars for it, then you will have exactly the same outcome. But we know that's not true because we know that we're all individuals. So um, I much more encourage people to just be open to observing individuals, right? Can, can you watch people, how they do spirituality, how they do business, right? How that shows up in things like their marketing, in the products that they create, in the way that they live their lifestyle, in the way that they use social media. And what can you draw from that? What lands with you? What feels correct to you? What feels incorrect to you? Because you can you can just gather so much more information and so much more support that way. And lastly, any message or advice would you like to give to our audience? Oh, about anything? Completely broad topic? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yes, free reign. Okay, wear sunscreen. It's really important for you. But additionally, um, the whole experience of being human is about the journey of knowing yourself. That's it. That's all it boils down to. We're just here to experience the world as humans and um, in who we've been created to be or designed to be or evolved to be, you know, whatever philosophy kind of floats your boat. Um, And we don't have enough grace for ourselves in that. We think that when we've reached a certain age or a certain point or a certain milestone that we're fully formed and we're, we're good now. We're never fully formed. We're never fully self-aware, right? We're always going to make mistakes or, you know, make a decision that was perhaps not our best decision or go down a pathway. And this is so true in business, right? Like go down a pathway that at the time you thought was 100% correct. (laughs) And then you get halfway down and realize, nope, not actually where I wanted to be. Not not what I wanted to be doing, yeah? Have grace for yourself for that process because we're, this is the the beautiful mess of being a human and each experience allows you to know more about yourself as long as you're open to experiencing it that way. So we're all a work in progress. Absolutely. Till the day we die. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And there you have it. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for joining us, Holly. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having me. It's a joy. And to the listeners, thank you for joining me this week. I look forward to next week. And until then, stay clear, focused, and as always, on purpose. 
Thanks for listening to Zen Bites, where we just blended ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering you to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. 